the one and a half year old is so he needs so much attention that like while I'm watching him, I can't be doing those other things, especially since like if I pull my computer out, he'll just start mashing away at the keyboard. <laughs> Isn't that what we do already? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but he will be mashing away incoherently, whereas I feel like we mash at it semi-coherently. Yeah, unless we're doing CSS. Hello, this is Tentative Podcast, where we discuss digital product design. I'm Kyle, and with me is... Uh, Red Alemedin. Since I guess you're taking time off soon, and I just came back from vacation, making sure that we take time off and making sure that we don't burn out. Yeah, or... this is actually a good topic. This is okay. definitely a good topic. Are you going on a vacation, or are you just back from a vacation? I just came back from a short family vacation. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. How was it? Did um, you... Are you feeling better now? <laughs> so um, I have a one-and-a-half-year-old. Um, so a vacation with a one-and-a-half-year-old is not really a vacation. It's not <laughs> really relaxing. Uh, it was going to see family at a lake house, which was... I mean, all of it was very nice. Um, I had a lot of fun there, but it's it's not... It's not relaxing at all. <laughs> well, I mean, but but still, like you you don't write code, I guess. And right, that, and I think I think that's thing. the most important <laughs> thing. Is just like I was away from my computer for uh, the entire time we were gone. I didn't check my email. Like yeah. my phone was was in my room most of the time. To be honest, um, I haven't had these kind of. Uh, vacations in a very long time like <laughs> i find it hard maybe when i will have kids i will be forced i guess so like the attention that i have to give to him is like almost 100 percent. so having the phone or computer around doesn't make sense because it'll either be way too distracting from him or too distracting for me when like really i went on the vacation to spend time with him and spend time with my family as opposed to spending time on my laptop or phone. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. so when you go on vacation, why don't you like leave your laptop behind or like turn off your phone? I mean, to put it simply, like when I travel, I tend to have a lot of ideas and I want to like, you know, write those down or even like start doing some of those things. Like, you know, it's just like, because you don't, you're not coding or designing on a daily basis. So your brain is more like free to, to think about some cool things or, you know, like it would be nice if I had an app that can do this. And basically it's easier for me to just like do that at the moment while I still like have that idea fresh. If I just jot it down somewhere and come back to it later, I might lose the enthusiasm because it, it was like something that I had at a specific moment and I want to capture like that feeling. I guess this is mostly what it comes down to. And sometimes it's just like trying to keep up with uh, Twitter and email. I don't know. I, I need I need to learn to stop like doing that sort of stuff when I'm on vacation. Is there a reason why you don't just, I, I guess you kind of said it but like why don't you just bring a notebook with you and write down what your idea is and the emphasis behind it i guess i do that but i quickly start thinking about how feasible something would be <laughs> and then i will have to do a little bit of like tinkering with a computer to see if 
whatever I thought of has like any meat or not. I guess it's it's just honestly, I I just like what I do for a job, and to me, that's something I want to do all the time, regardless. It's not like I'm taking a vacation. I just want to stop doing this work, and to me, it's like it's a hobby. So I guess it's it's hard for me to separate. Like say, I'm on vacation now. I shouldn't do anything related to my job, <laughs> but it's still a hobby. So, <laughs> so I totally agree with you, which is why. Recently, when I've gone on vacation, I, I force myself, like I'll leave my computer at home uh, and I'll do what I said before, which is like leave my phone in my room or I actually just turn my phone off entirely. And so there's like specific barriers for me to like go on my phone or I, I physically can't get to a laptop, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or even go to places where... I don't have Wi-Fi or yeah. I don't have access to like the internet. And so the amount of things that I can do is limited to things that I would want myself doing, which is like writing or jotting down ideas or coming up with quick ideas and not doing the like looking on Twitter, looking on designer news, hacker news kind of thing which yeah. I don't want to be doing on vacation. Oh, yeah, totally. So actually, some things I do not do on vacation, like check-in hacker news or any sort of like news. It's usually just Twitter because sometimes like I don't follow a lot of people. So my Twitter is not super like doesn't need a lot of attention. Like I, I can check it like three times a day and like five minutes each. But it's it's mostly like... The problem with, with our jobs is that, especially design, is that I don't need internet to do design. So even if I go to a remote location where there's no internet, I would still like, you know, draw some things. Sometimes I keep playing with some icons or I don't know. It's just like things that don't really need the internet. And obviously, I don't want to do things that I do usually, like sending emails and doing Trello and that sort of stuff. Like definitely that's not typically the stuff I, I would do on a vacation, but I will still like draw some concepts and things like that. But I think it doesn't matter really, uh, as long as you take that like break from your uh, daily routine of like, you wake up in the morning and you check your email and then you go to the office, look at the Trello board, you move cards around and then maybe you have a stand up. I, I mean, it's still, it's a break from these things. Uh, and I think it's important. Yeah. I think it's just as important to take a break from screens in general. Especially since uh, designers tend to like uh, experience burnout a lot faster. I'm not sure if I'm actually accurate in the statement or not, but I have the impression that designers tend to experience that a lot quicker than other jobs. I think designers and like designers and developers, I think people in our field in okay. general... Because of what you just said, it was just like, uh, usually for most people in our field, this is both a, you know, job, a career and a hobby at the same time. Right. So yeah. people are usually doing it either they're working way too much or they're working on things when they get home, you know, at night and on the weekends and they're not having the break that I feel like a lot of other jobs would, would have. Yeah. Or maybe like we, I think part of it too is like we're doing design and development are both very like creative pursuits. Right. Yeah. And so I feel like 
once you start getting burnt out, you feel it more than you would if you were doing sales or marketing because a lot of what you're doing is solving problems that maybe haven't been solved yet or um, thinking about things in a new way. And because you're doing a lot more thinking, um, a lot more creative and building work that it's not, it's, it's important to take those breaks. Whereas I don't yeah. feel like, like sales, you don't, maybe I'm, I'm we're going to, we're going to upset a lot sell, of people, yeah. sales people <laughs> that listen to our podcast. Um, it's, it's not as creative. You don't have to have those breaks. I guess, I guess, I mean, you can put it this way and I think you can also put it just like, basically I think the design and development when it comes like to, uh, our industry, it, it just like engulfs your life. It becomes more than just your day job. It's something you think about constantly. You're using apps constantly. Like even when you're outside your job, you're still like using stuff that's related to your job. And everything around us now is like an app or like a software. So in a, in a way, your job follows you wherever you go. If you see what I mean, it's like, even if you try to forget about it, like, even if you say, all right, starting next week, I am not, I'm, I'm on vacation. So I'll, I pretty much try to forget that I, I work in this industry. But as soon as you go to the airport, you pull out your, your phone to check your, your flight. And then you're already interacting with an app. Your, you, your eyes like start look, looking at patterns and start looking at like, uh, user like experience things and you start thinking oh man this label sucks it's not aligned well or this is taking forever or things like that and you're already in the mindset again of like building software so in a way it's really hard to run away from it unless you want to not use devices which is not an option these days it's, it's really hard to to pull that off i've seen people like online uh doing that like going offline like 100% offline for a certain period of time, like half a year or a year. And I think it, it can work, but it's a little bit extreme and it requires a lot of uh, dedication to it. For me too, it wouldn't even solve the problem because like in your example of going to the airport, as soon as we get to the airport, I'm judging the airport on the, <laughs> the signage that they're using, the type. That is correct. Um, like if me and my family go out to eat, I'm judging the restaurant on their menu. design of the menu. <laughs> I always like, do that. <laughs> my wife makes fun of me because like, it's just, it's ingrained in me that I'm, I'm looking at everything as design and as intentional design. And so when something is out of place or like we, we get lost in the airport, like, okay, how could this experience have been better? Like, where's the signage that led us wrong? Like, why did we have to ask someone which way to go? Or, you know, even yeah. like in the airport, you're now a lot of the times you're, you're interacting with a kiosk instead of a person to get your ticket. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, that's, that's a valid point. So there's so many interfaces, even that aren't digital that like I'm, I'm looking at and constantly yeah. Critiquing. Well, I found myself looking at the layout of my passport last time, like just the information <laughs> layout and how like all the text is small. And most of the time, I mean, now machines read most of the passports, but sometimes humans read it and it's not optimized for that. Like they even like they have this like coat of like, uh, I don't know what they call it, but like all of that security stuff, which makes it very like shiny and super not legible. So I was like, yeah, this thing is not designed for human eyes. But yeah, I guess I guess you're right. I think designers are cursed. 
because basically <laughs> everything has to go through your uh, designer filter and that that sucks I'm, I'm not sure what's the solution to that it's to teach everyone about kerning so that <laughs> every sign is properly kerned good luck with that <laughs> <laughs> i feel like though that this isn't just maybe maybe i'm again wrong but that it isn't just a design thing like i i know my wife is a nurse and every time she tells someone that she's a nurse they'll come to her with with health issues right and they'll ask her <laughs> about health issues so like i assume every field or most fields have like their version of this designer hell that we have to live in yeah i guess i guess to, to some degree <laughs> you're, you're right like uh, if if you're like uh i don't know and like an architect also architect is, is a little bit close to uh design but basically you would be noticing a lot of architecture things that are weird or not weird actually they might be good and you you might just like look at it and say oh i like this idea but i guess some jobs are a little bit harder like say you're a uh, lawyer and i don't i mean yes you can still look at the fine print and uh, of like documents while you're on the go but you can still forget about your job in some circumstances i don't know like it maybe i'm wrong but <laughs> my feeling is that design is more prevalent it's everywhere like you can't really like you can't find a place where there's no design like even if you go to a deserted island you'll probably start notice like the way rocks are shaped by the the, the waves or i don't know you, you might see something in there uh, this also like could apply to other things like art or but i guess design and art like they like you can still like look at design in various things in life whereas if you do like legal documents or you're a doctor and you're somewhere with no people around, then there isn't much for you to look at, I guess. At least as far as your mm -hmm. job is concerned, not as far as you as a person, but just as far as your job, you can forget about your job and think about the thing that you're looking at. Whereas in our case, you're going to definitely link the thing you're looking at at your job. Like, yay, the space in between these rocks is amazing. Actually, that, <laughs> that reminds me of the padding that uh, we have to all the time make sure that it looks right. That sort of thing. <laughs> you will think of padding. If you look at some something like spacing or something, you will think of padding. Uh, so this week's podcast is brought to you by Cold School. Code School is an online learning platform uh, for designers and developers to learn things like JavaScript, Ruby, HTML, CSS. It's video lessons and challenges. Um, I've taken a couple of their courses for JavaScript and Rails, um, and they've been great. I used uh, Code School uh, a while ago for, I think, Rails at some point. And recently, I think, I, I saw my wife like using it, and she was actually quite surprised about like how good the, the lessons were. I think she's learning SAS. Did you do the, um, the Try Ruby and the Rails for Zombies? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Those, uh, those, are, those are awesome courses. Those are amazing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have a chance, go check out Code School. We'll be drawing a free month for Code School. Uh, so how you get this free month is you leave a review for Tentative. Um, if you give us a one-star review, we're totally not giving it to you. This is totally random, except if you give us one star. Yeah. So we'll do a, a drawing from 
everyone who leaves a review and we'll give you a coupon for a free month for code school yep do it go do it right now like do it stop whatever you're doing if you're driving stop your car and go do it (laughs) okay so how do you recognize that you're getting burnt out and what do you do to combat that i guess the way i do it is well actually i don't do it i just feel it where basically when you wake up in the morning you say oh no i've got to do that thing again I guess this is a good sign that you're feeling burnt out. When you wake up in the morning and you're feeling, yes, I want to do this thing. And again, like, I don't think burnout is something, to be honest, I never like experienced a a global, like full-blown burnout. I have like smaller burnouts that are pertaining to some specific thing or specific project or specific endeavor. Not like, I'm just fed up with everything and I don't want to do it. Like I always, there's something I want to do and some things I want to do less and maybe some things I don't want to do at all. But I guess, yeah, to me, burnout is basically having trouble getting out of bed and going either to the office or working from home, but still like going to, to your computer to, to do the work you need to do. How about you? So my experience with burnout is very similar to you. It's, it's, it's being burnt out on specific projects. One of the things that I notice is like going back to like how much screen time do I have? Am I doing a bunch of like hobby projects at night and are those starting to wear down on me and, and cause me to like n- not want to wake up or wake up and, and not go to work. And again, the way that I figured out how to get away from it or, or solve it is, is by limiting as much exposure to design or as much of me doing design. So I go from doing like extreme output to doing a lot more input and doing things that, that aren't necessarily design related, like reading books that aren't design or business related, uh, watching movies and in general, like trying to make sure that I'm accounting for how much time that I'm spending doing output, producing design work. Yeah, that totally makes sense. So suppose you're experiencing burnout for some specific thing. Besides these things that you just mentioned, mentioned, do you have like other tricks or ways you deal with it? Go on vacation. <laughs> uh, I think so. Recently, I, I've started to think of like you shouldn't ever, even though like the burnout that I've experienced hasn't been extreme. Like I sh- still shouldn't even get to that point. So just having an understanding of you know, where I am psychologically and and physically and knowing that, Hey, if I'm almost getting to that point to like either take a day off or make sure that like I I'm an infrequent runner. Um, but like (laughs) running really helps me de-stress and get like, it it serves as a time for me to like really think um, by myself. So those are the times where I'll be like, okay, I just, I need to go for a run. But making sure that like I'm doing some sort of exercise, some semi-regularly, eating somewhat healthy, all contribute to that. And so those are things that I, I'm a lot more aware of now than I had been in the past. Yeah. Um, because I feel like those things, along with like being able to... so reading at night, I found, helps me really unwind after the day. I know some people like to like write in, in a journal or meditate... Um, but that to me is what I've found to help me. 
just making sure that I relax a little bit every day. Yeah. I developed this like unhealthy habit of whenever I'm feeling some amount of burnout, I try to do more of the kind of stuff that I enjoy to do, which usually involve more work. <laughs> uh, so let's say like I'm working on this like email design for two weeks and I'm too tired. Like I don't want to do it anymore. Uh, I would probably come back home and do a little bit of like iOS or, or, or like Mac development or, you know, something that I enjoy doing on the side. But that ends up making me more tired the next day. And the cycle just like goes on and on. So it's actually make things worse. So it's actually weird because uh, on a psychological level, I feel better or at least not better. Yeah, I mean, I feel better. It's like I, I neutralize the negative feeling with positive feelings. But on the physical side, I don't feel like I get, I feel worse. <laughs> so basically, I trade the psychological stability with uh, physical instability. <laughs> that's, that's not good, I guess. But no, it's I good try, to have balance. I, I try to run sometimes, but uh, it's, not, it's not my thing, really. I get bored real <laughs> quick. Yeah, it's not everyone's thing. I don't get bored, just I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy it. Like I, I've been in that same situation where the project I'm working on hasn't been, maybe it's like front end heavy and I'm, I want to do some visual design. And so like I'll do front end work during the day for work and then go home and do a personal project that's heavy on visual design. And then I totally agree that, that if I do that enough, it ends up overwhelming me and I get burnt out. Yeah. Maybe on both. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've also found that there's periods of time where like I'll really enjoy what I'm doing at work and then I'll have a, a side project that I'm really enjoying too. So I'll be <laughs> passionate about both or really energized about both. And like after a while that leads to, to yeah. a little bit of burnout too. Um, cause eventually your energy on both of the projects will like slowly wind down sometimes i get the opposite actually i get burnt out on side projects and i'm happy with my day like project sort of thing yeah i sometimes it happens like if i'm doing an ios project and everything's going fine and then i go back home and i realize the footer is broken on my website my personal website and i have got like to pull that website and update SaaS and maybe some gems of out, out of date and i was like i don't want to do this work but i've got to do it because this thing is broken and it's it's not good but yeah sometimes the opposite happens but i guess the good thing about thoughtbot we work with different projects so at the most you're going to be experiencing that for a short period of time and then you can rotate or move to another project i'm actually curious to know like what people working for product companies do when they feel burnout that's probably going to be worse Cause like, yeah. Because, like, the product won't change. Probably it's going to stay the same thing. I mean, yeah, there might be more, like, sub-projects and things like that, but it's the same universe, the same technologies most of the time. Yeah, I'd be curious to know. I would, too. I think that's one of the things that I've really enjoyed. Sometimes it's it's kind of like a curse because I'll get rotated off a project that I really like yeah. um, <laughs> a little too early. But there are also times where I'm, I'm very thankful that, that we get to work on multiple projects. So, I mean, maybe the, the product people have found something that they really, really enjoy and they don't mind. But I think I would, no matter but, what. But still, I think, I think there is, in, in the industry in general, like designers tend to move jobs a lot 
faster. Uh, <laughs> and especially in product companies, like it's hard to find someone who has been in a product company for a very long time. Like mm-hmm. I think a year or two is basically a good uh, like turnover average. Yeah, I think I, I, guess. I saw in San Francisco the average turnover for a designer is nine months. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, and I I understand. Like again, uh, designers by definition, like we tend to feel burnt out really quickly. Yeah, I think part of it is we enjoy new challenges, and so part of that burnout is like solving the same problem over and over. Yeah, absolutely. Um, leads to burnout to be so. honest if it, now that you say this uh i think the reason i don't feel that major like burnout is i'm always doing something new i guess if i was doing if i was still doing wordpress to this day i would probably <laughs> have like burnt out seven or eight times uh the good thing is that i i, I keep trying new things and as as soon as like start feeling like stale, I move to something else. At least on a side project level, and even like on a professional level, like I've been doing uh, different types of work uh, that are quite different. So like say at some point I was doing WordPress, or even before WordPress, I was doing like just static Photoshop stuff, and then I discovered WordPress and all the word of like dynamic content that was amazing. And then at some point you start. Uh, getting tired of like having to write PHP templates and that sort of stuff. And then uh, you move on to Rails, which is even more like freedom and amazing. It has asset pipeline. And then, you know, it's just like you keep moving from one thing to another and you can still go back and do the, the other things as well. But on a personal level, I feel like I'm always, without even knowing it, it's not like a decision I make, like, hey, I'm going to stop doing this and start doing this. It's just like very organic, like... You learn about something and you're curious and you move on. You learn about something else and it just keeps going that way. Like it's like basically a, a maze. Like you don't even remember where, what got you to, to a certain point. <laughs> <laughs> just like, why am I doing this now? Oh, like, and it's just like you backtrack. So yeah, definitely. It's like one a of, Simpsons episode. Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that too. <laughs> uh, that's one of the reasons why I'm really happy that we have designers here. Like, at ThoughtBot, like the amount of skills that we're, we're supposed to have and, and the scale of the app that we're supposed to control uh, is, is really large and probably not something that you'd see in bigger product teams. And I really, I love being able to like go from a, you know, user interview or uh, doing usability test and then going from that and then jumping into HTML and CSS and then going from that and then doing like visual design. Um, Absolutely. A lot of our projects lets us jump around so that, that we can have a lot of, we have a lot of freedom of like what we sh- can and should be doing, but we also have a lot of flexibility so that we're not doing yeah. the same thing over and over. Absolutely. Like if I was in a bigger team and I was just doing visual design, um, I would get really burnt out or really bored. Um, the same thing with like, if I was just doing user research or if I was just doing uh, front end HTML and CSS, like I would get really bored of all three of the by themselves, but together that like, it's really exciting to me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I like, Whenever I look at like some uh, job like postings on companies in general, like I look like something like UX designer. Oh shit! I broke the rule. 
I, I messed up. I messed up. This is this is this isn't. This that is, is bad. minus ten fantasy points. This is bad. Uh, well, I was well in a way. I was basically reading what's on those job postings, so you can interpret it that way. Do you do you have something to tell me? Are you? Uh, why are you looking at job postings, there, buddy? Uh, no, I'm not looking at job postings. I'm when whenever I come across a job posting i i look at like these titles and things like that just as a part of like keeping up with what's going on in the industry and this is not even the problem though i think we have a bigger problem is that i broke the rule all right going back i'm gonna change the title let's say it says uh interaction designer all right and then you just look at the things you're supposed to do and while these things are fine the thought of having to do like these things on a daily basis for like as long as you're going to be occupying this job post is insane to me. Like there's no way I want to be doing interaction prototypes for two months in a row, let alone like for, for a year or something. So as you mentioned, like it's really good to have like this uh, freedom to, to, to wear like many hats during a project. It just allows you to do different things. And I guess this one of the things that contribute in having less burnout in my job is basically this. So for instance, in my current project, I do a lot of like uh, actual like iOS coding, like uh, implementing the designs and the interactions. And there's also all the, uh, you know, the other parts like visual design and like uh, flow user flow design and that sort of stuff so it's definitely a lot more varied and uh, more opportunities to learn new things uh, as opposed to uh, when you have like interface designer visual designer and then front-end developer and then a user testing architect engineer the reason i look at job postings mostly is keep track of uh, the titles i it's uh it's a hobby i have of Collecting the different titles uh, that are trending in the industry. Are there any words in those titles that are like rock star or no uh, CSS I mean, wizard? No, no, oh, no. The, these are the most like comical ones, but they're they're the ones with uh, you know architect or I find those sometimes a little bit cocky. But <laughs> so I don't know if I have anything else to say. <laughs> You're burnt out on, on this discussion. Yeah. You're burnt out on this episode. Uh, no, I just... <laughs> I've, I've, I've hit the end of the line. Seriously, I think we're fine. Like, we're probably the wrong people to talk about burnout. <laughs> Why? Because we haven't had uh, I mean, serious just, burnout? I know, just because we, yeah, we enjoy what we're doing. And we work at a really great company. So yeah, I mean, ThoughtBot does a lot of things to prevent burnout, right? We have sustainable hours and unlimited vacation. Yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, we gave our point of view, and we would be very interested in hearing the experience of people who actually went through like real burnouts of like you know you really can't go to the job anymore. So yeah, if you have any of those experiences, dear listener, please uh, get in touch with us. Let us know. Teach us how to, you know, deal with these things properly because apparently we, we're, we're very spoiled and we don't know what we're talking about. So in my job before ThoughtBot, I was feeling burnt out and I did not enjoy going to work. But I didn't have the same respect for the company 
or the work that I did, I guess, or the same enthusiasm. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know if I ever got fully burnt out from it, but this is actually a good thing. We should have brought this up earlier, like about our previous experiences and how those affected our decisions to do what we're doing now. And I guess I kind of touched uh, on, on the topic, like when I mentioned like different technologies. But uh, yeah, I guess there's also like the thing where in, in some of your previous jobs, you might have like experienced burnout. And and I actually have that experience uh, where I, I was on this job and we were doing things like building software, I guess. And I, I got burnt out not by the actual work that I was doing, but more about the way the company was working. Like the amount of people involved in making decisions, the decision process, the uh, entire like business like practices of, of the company. It's like just a lot of things that are not directly related to the practice of design, but that still affect my just perception of 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 my job and my happiness overall. And I did not continue in that job and I moved on. I did other things. So that was definitely uh, an experience that uh, makes me qualified to talk about burnout. So please disregard what I said earlier. <laughs> we'll just have Tom cut it out. Yeah, we can do that too. But if he wants to, like he, he does whatever he wants. But yep. yeah, that was not an experience where, uh, I mean, yeah, you learn from it, obviously. And you learn from every, like, um, everything you do in your life. I imagine like it wasn't a light switch where you went from liking it to not liking it. Right. Like how long yeah. was it before you started realizing, uh, Hey, I need a switch. Um, and then once you realized that you needed to make a switch, like how quickly did you Yeah. So so <laughs> basically the process was like the when I started the job we were actually building the app and it was super exciting. Uh I mean there was some high highs and lows, but overall it was a super like exciting period where I'm working with a small team and we're building stuff and we're having fun and everything is fine. It's until the point where you start talking seriously about launching the app. And then you have to talk to different departments. So you have to talk to marketing. You have to talk to uh, finance for like all the budget stuff. Obviously, there was a budget already, but you, you're looking at a uh, like post-launch budget. And all of a sudden, you're... you're you're basically you face reality and i guess that happened i guess after like five months or something like in the first five months it was mostly like or maybe it was just me who was actually not paying attention to things around me i was mostly focused on xcode and building stuff and photoshop or illustrator i didn't use photoshop back then i stopped using photoshop a long time ago and then after like you start dealing with those things, especially when you start being involved in that process. So as a designer, you you have to deal with marketing because they have their brand guidelines. And uh, yeah, there was just no way we can work with these people because they have a different culture, different priorities. Uh, obviously, they don't care about... I mean, the user is not their priority. They think about their brand and how does this product 
like align with that sort of stuff and then you you keep going into these like long meetings that are not productive at all just basically wasting time and yeah things uh, basically go downhill once uh and and we did that for the first project and then we started a separate thing later on and it was almost the same cycle i think i think you get burnt out when you do the same thing twice or more like you don't usually get burnt out from the first experience because even at first i was like yeah maybe this project specifically is wrong like has something wrong uh in it so when we started the next project i obviously tried to forget that the first one did not go as as planned and focus on actually the fun part which indeed was fun but again once you start hitting the part where you have to deal with uh more people from within the company things uh start going south well this is the point where i realized that hey I'm, i might have as much fun as i want building stuff but if this is not affecting people's lives is this if this is not going out if this is not being approved then what's the point i can totally stay home and, and build apps or whatever websites or whatever i want in my free time and i can decide to release them or not i mean if if i just have to do this and never like see my work go through then i i, I can't do it anymore and i started thinking of my contract was going to end and i was offered uh, obviously to stay there uh, full time but i decided not to and um it took almost like 12 months or something like that to come to this point but after that i just like had to reject the offer and move on and obviously what i got immediately afterwards was not as good in terms of a lot of things like going from a company with a name that everyone knows to like you know doing some some work at a startup is not specifically a step forward if you look at all the angles but to me it was uh just from the point of view of uh whatever i'm gonna be committing to master tonight is going live tomorrow even though it was a small like uh tester pool but still it's going live and it's going to be used by people and to me that was a, a step forward so yeah that that was uh pretty much it and i guess the the signs of burnout is basically whenever you have like these flashbacks of things that might happen the same way they happened before that's a pretty much a sign that down the road you're gonna feel that burnout of just being afraid of repeating the same mistakes basically yeah i think that's a good out of all that that's what i pulled from that is is i i totally agree like it's repeating things that that you don't enjoy doing right yeah it's it's doing those things over and over and not seeing any different results like if you had done that second app and you had gotten different results I imagine that you wouldn't have felt as burnt out as you did. Yeah, absolutely. Or as upset. Yeah, that's that's absolutely a good conclusion to this discussion is basically try to figure out what's wrong and try to fix it before it's too late because the more you keep that going the same way it did before, the more you, you're going to run into the, the risk of just not having enough energy to keep moving forward. Uh, yeah, I think it, a lot of it is is about energy and and what you're excited about. And if you keep on doing things that that you're not excited about, your energy will dissipate, fizzle, <laughs> fizzle, go away. Okay, I think it's time to wrap things up. Yep. So uh, 
Thanks for listening. Uh, you can find our show notes at tentative.fm slash eight. Uh, you can tweet at us at tentative.fm on Twitter. And you can email us at hosts at tentative.fm. And if you like the show, please rate us on iTunes. Give us five stars. Thank you. I just wanted to add a quick note. Uh, I was recently on the Between Screens podcast. It's an interview podcast. Uh, they're quick episodes. Um, the first one is already out, and we'll put the show in the show notes. Uh, I encourage you to check it out, especially if you like the show. Thanks. All right, Kyle, thank you for being here, for being <laughs> amazing. No, thank you for being amazing. Do you think amazingness is like beauty? Do you have to get your amazingness sleep? <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I got my amazingness sleep today. <laughs> cool. I'll let you go have uh, your sleep or your lunch or whatever you want. Uh, lunch. Uh, have a good day. It's almost lunchtime. You have a good day. Have a good weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Talk to you, Kyle. Later. Bye.